challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. It's great to be with you. Great to have you with me as we explore the power, the strength, the glory that is noble manhood. Before I dive into my topic today, let me remind you of something that I consider to be almost a miracle, and that is that you can you can contribute and support Great Man, our organization for serving men worldwide, simply by making a change in the way you use Amazon. If you'll go on to smile.amazon.com and get signed up and choose Great Man as your charity, listen to this. Amazon, not you, will take a percentage of all of your purchases. And the average family in America spends about $1,400 on Amazon. Some of you spend many, many times that. But Amazon will make a contribution to Great Man. In other words, Amazon has a program where they'll take a percentage of your purchases and it doesn't cost you a dime. All of you dudes out there need to sign up for this. Don't don't hold off. This isn't costing you anything. Go to smile.amazon.com. Get signed up. Choose Great Man Global or Inc. I think it's Great Man Inc. in in this case uh, as your charity. And they will actually send us money as that are that's a percentage of your purchases. It doesn't change anything about the discounts you get and the specials that you get on Amazon. It doesn't change anything about your cost at all. It's not a dime out of your pocket, but money starts to come to us. If I can get tens of thousands of men to do this, uh, in addition to making contributions to Great Man, which I want you to do because we want to serve the men of our generation. This is one way, though, that you can do it without it costing you a dime. So go on to smile.amazon.com and help us. We're trying to change a generation of manhood. It's going to cost a lot of money. This way is free to you. And no, we don't get any, we don't get your information. We don't get your email. We don't get all that stuff. That's all on Amazon, which already has it anyway. You just have to tell them that you want them to give money to us. Okay. Enough said about that. Listen, I want to talk to you about one of the aspects, the traits, the disciplines of a man. Let me tell you straight what it is. A man says the things that need to be said, and he says them consistently. In other words, a man does not sit around in fear and hope that someone else says the things that need to be said. A man takes responsibility for his field. You know, I've been teaching this for years. You have a field that you are responsible for. It's all that God's given you for this season of your life, all that you've taken responsibility for, all that you can see with all your own wisdom that you are responsible for, that you are, as we sometimes say humorously, saying grace over all that's on your plate. And within that field, A man says gently and lovingly, but wisely and firmly, what needs to be said about everything that needs to be addressed to everyone that he is responsible for, everyone he loves, everyone whose destiny he is invested in. Now, I'm bringing this up because I got to tell you, I'm watching situations when it comes to noble manhood where I'm talking to a guy, he's describing dysfunctions in his company or in in his family or whatever. And I simply say after listening, 
Have you gone to Joe? Have you gone to dad? Have you gone to wife? Have you gone to son or daughter? Have you gone to brother? Have you gone to cousin? Have you gone to that guy who's in your band of brothers? Have you gone to that religious leader? Have you got whatever? Have you gone to them and said what you just said to me? Have you gone to them, sat them down, buy a mistake or whatever? In other words, make it friendly, make it comfortable and said the things that need to be said. See, one of the arts of manhood is that we understand the power of words. Men's words are powerful. All words are powerful, by the way. They're all carriers. And But men's words in particular, when they lead a family or lead a firm or lead a band of brothers or serve out in the world, they are powerful. Women's words are too, but I ain't talking about that right now. I'm talking to you men. And so men's words are powerful. And a good man understands, number one, that he can't go through life just ripping people up with his words. That's destructive. That's damaging. That creates, you know, that creates serial serial killers. No, a man understands the power of his words to do good. So I've already told you many, many times, and I'll tell you again, a man uses words to build people up. He took turns to his son, his daughter, his wife, his friends. He tells them what he sees. He loves them. He tells them the good in them. He tells them the hopes he has for them. He tells them what he admires about them. I'm not saying you just sit around all the time doing nothing but that, but it's got to be laced in all the other things you do, the service and the example that you set, the way you care for them, and the way you provide financially and all that. But yeah, my, my kids, uh, I try to stay real current on telling them, how much I love them, what I admire about them. My son just had a child, told him how I thought he would be a good father, the traits that were there, and not to worry about, you know, failing. We all make mistakes, and kids are made of rubber. They'll bounce, so to speak. I don't mean that physically. Don't get upset. And, you know, you understand what I'm saying. We're current. I've said the things that need to be said. I've, and I'll say them again. And I, and because when I get up tomorrow morning, there'll be more that needs to be said. And it's not just words. It's also, let's go do things. Let's hang. Let's, 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 let's travel. How can I help? What do you need? It's investment. Nothing's worse than a guy who sits around talking all the time and never does anything to help anybody. But why do I do that? Because my words are important. Now, what I'm urging you to do is to say the things that need to be said and be a man who is instant and active about his words. Words are powerful. And some men sit back and hope that, I hope his mama talks to him. I hope his coach talks. I hope somebody in that health class at school talks to him about his penis and masturbation and and, and lust and a girl and what parts of a girl do what. I sure hope somebody does because I don't want to see my boy get in trouble. I've actually had men say that stuff to me. And I got to tell you, I have literally lovingly and with a smile taken men by the collar. And lovingly said, don't you ever, ever say that to me again or say that to anybody else. I want you to be the man who goes and talks to his son, to your son about his penis and about the parts of a girl and about masturbation and about sex and about what's moral and what's not. Don't you dare as a man abandon the field to some unnamed person you don't even know. That's not me being critical of moms or schools or anyone else. It's about the responsibilities of a man. And what I want to ask you to do in this podcast, I mean, all of you listening, if you're listening to this, you're driving along, you're on the toilet, you're out out of the cabin, uh, wherever you're working out right now, I want you to think about the people in your life, those you love, those you're responsible for, those you say grace over. And I want you to, I want to ask you, Have you said what needs to be said? 
Think about your sweet wife. You love her. You care for her. You're drawn to her. You want her. And yes, I mean that sexually. Of course I do. But but also, I'm now I'm making this up. Maybe you've noticed that she's gotten a little bit bitter. She's got that friend who betrayed her. And and even though she says she forgave, gave that friend, there's just something hard and and bitter coming up in her soul. And, and you see it. Maybe your kids even mentioned it to you. Maybe one of her other friends mentioned it to you. And you see it. But you just, you love her so much. You don't want to hurt her. You know that situation was tender. And so you just haven't said anything yet. But if you don't address it, if you don't sit down with you, don't say, honey, I love you with my whole heart. Hold my hand. I, I'm not saying what I'm about to say to hurt you. You know, maybe you guys are sitting on the back porch, sipping a glass of wine at night or whatever is right for your culture. But in a gentle situation, what are you doing? You're helping her understand what you see. You've got to begin to do this stuff. And by the way, once you start stepping into these situations, once you start addressing things like this, once you start saying what needs to be said, then you create a channel for conversation and communication. And by the way, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. One of the best coaches in my life is Bev. She sees me. She knows me. She understands me. It's not uncommon at all for her to hear me speak. And she'll say, don't ever mention, don't ever describe yourself in those terms again. That doesn't work. Let me tell you how people perceive that. I mean, it's open and it's loving and it's helpful and it changes everything. And as a man, I'm asking you right now where you are, think through Do you have unfinished business, so to speak? Do you have things that need to be said that you know you as a man ought to address and you are not? Now, now understand, if you haven't addressed anything in anybody's life and been a bit cowardly, you can't just step up all of a sudden with your cape on and start acting like Superman, saying all the things that need to be said. You're just going to wound people and drive them off. That's not what I'm asking you to do. But I am asking you to make a gentle start. If, if you've not done it before, and if you've been pretty good at this before, I'm asking you to do a little bit of a review, do a little bit of a survey and ask yourself, am I, am I current with people? Am I saying the things that need to be said? One of the, one of the principles from the ancient world that also got worked into a movie that I love, I've mentioned before on this podcast, live every day as though it were your last for one day, you're sure to be right. And I believe, I think I see this in scripture, being a Christian, I care about that. I see this in history. I see this in the lives of the great men and women that they think about their deaths from time to time. And they think when I die, what will the situation be? Will I have done what I was supposed to do? Will I have left what I was supposed to left? Will I have deposited in the lives of people what I was supposed to deposit? So I'm relatively still relatively young. I expect to live decades more, but you know, none of us know especially, gosh, in this COVID season we've been in and with the disasters that we've had. I mean, I'm going to get in a car in this evening and drive somewhere. I could be killed. I think that way, not as a matter of depression, but as a matter of preparation. So if I die tonight, if I die in my sleep, if I die during my workout, if I die driving this evening or whatever, I'm going to fly a plane. I do that about every two or three days. If I, whatever, however I die, get shot in the mall or whatever. Have I said what needs to be said? Loving, corrective, visionary, guidance. Do my kids see themselves reflected in my words, the good, the challenging? You know, son, and I'm making this up now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say on the air uh, something that I've said privately to my son, but I'm just making this up. You know, son, you're just fantastic at this. But, you know, in, this, in the soil of our greatness are also the seeds of our destruction. And so I want, to keep, I want you to keep an eye on what that might, how that might drive you to do something that might be difficult for people to follow. You, you understand what I'm saying. 
And, and if that's said on a fishing trip or on a flight overseas or at a, over, over a stake or, or on the patio late at night or whatever in the pool, it's, it's just part of life. And by the way, I've modeled that my whole life with my kids and, and they with me. They, I invite them to say things to me. They've been very wise counselors for me. They talked, my kids actually talked me out of a book deal a year, this past year. I mean, just about a year ago, they talked me out of a book deal. So, you know, this is, this is how it should work in life and family. What I'm asking you to do is step up as a man and be courageous. Take an inventory, take a survey. Have you said the things you need to say? Are you current? Do your kids know that you love them? Yes. And that you see them, the, you see the greatness in them, but also the cautions, also the wisdom. Has your daughter begun to, I don't know, take on a lot of weight? Has your son become kind of weak and, you know, mumbly? You know, whatever. You can address these things. But now, don't just speak to them. Pull in with them. Love them. Put an arm around them. Take them somewhere. Hang with them. Help have a plan for making a difference if it's the kind of thing that needs to be addressed that way. Most things get changed just by simply them being mentioned. I want you to be bold. I want you to be courageous. I want you to create a culture around yourself in which everything that needs to be said is said. You know, I've said that many times to you. And I want you to be current. If you die tonight, if you die tonight, have you said, or let's put it out a little further. If you die in 30 days, can you between now and then say what needs to be said, express the gratitude, express the love, express the correction, say a few things to your wife. By the way, if I ever pass away uh, before we get to such and such, be sure that such and such happens. I want you to know that, you know, there's an account over here or there's, I want Joe to I'll pull Joe in. He'll know what that means. Or the folks at work are standing by to do whatever, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be terrifying and fearful. I said those things to Bev all the time because I'm often overseas, often in war zones, often on long flights, often in foreign countries. You got to say that stuff. Nothing's not, I've, I've railed on this podcast about women whose husbands died and the husbands had never said anything or gotten any preparations about finances and so on. But in some cases, there were great preparations, but the wife hadn't been told anything about them. The husband hadn't said anything. And so accountants had to come in at high hourly rates to figure out what the man had and that he'd actually done a good job leaving money for his for his family. He just didn't teach anybody or tell anybody or or guide anybody. He didn't say what needed to be said. I want you to say what needs to be said. I want you to say it lovingly. I want you to say it wisely. I want you to say it gently. I want you to plan the context and the situation, the location where it's probably going to happen on a walk in the pool. You know the folks in your life. You know where it's best. But whatever you do, don't let the important things go unsaid. And by the way, I'm not just talking about affection and and love, although that's obviously vital. I'm talking about the corrective coaching things. I'm talking about the life plan things. I'm talking about the the big vision things. I'm talking about, you know, I, I just today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this in here right at the end. I just today watched a video, a documentary that my friend Dave Ramsey's firm has created. Now, I've, I'm going to say quickly again, I have no connection, financial connection to the Dave Ramsey firm at all. I just like them. He's the, one of my dearest friends. And he sent me today a link so I could watch in advance a video that his firm has created about college debt. Well, one of the friends, one of the things they bring out in this in this documentary, about 90 minutes, I hope you'll watch it. One of the things they bring out is how little the parents know and how little the little communication is going on between parents and kids. So you've got 18-year-olds with $50,000 of debt. 
Uh, you've got horrible majors being chosen. You've got you got universities being chosen on the food service because U.S. News and World Report said that such and such university had you know restaurant like food food stuff and and, and apartment like dorms. You understand what I'm saying? Where are the parents? Where's mom and dad? Where are the uncles? Where are the people speaking truth to each other? And lives are ruined. People are on this film looking into the camera and saying. Well, I got my degree, but I am, a, and I got my into my profession, but I am a million and a half dollars in debt. Seriously, you'll see medical people on this documentary, million and a half dollars in debt, and it's 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 horrible. Now, my point in this podcast is not debt. My point is people talking to each other, people communicating, people the saying the things that need to be said lovingly, gently, directively. I've attended a lot of funerals in my life, as you can imagine, and. One of the things that moves me is when someone says, you know, whatever else Joe was, he spoke the truth to me at a critical time in my life and it changed everything. I'm here with a loving family. I'm here sober. I'm here uh, fairly successful. I'm here as the senator and my state senator. I'm, I ended up in law school and now have an effective practice, whatever it was, because Joe sat me down and said, man, you're not thinking about this right. You need to redirect your life a bit. Let's talk. I want you to be that kind of man. I want you to be a destiny setter. I want you to be a guy who speaks truth into people's lives. And by the way, is open to it, that you're creating a culture around you where it's two-way. That's what we need. That's one of the great arts of great manhood. To join the great man movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.